kicking ass. We're taking names. It's the Chick Foley Show. Back home. I'm back home in the Fig Cave. An empty Fig Cave, but uh, it'll do for now, Sheena. I'm uh, I'm Phil Gentile, uh, the hot take kid. I'm here in Jimmy's Famous Seafood Studios, and Sheena Phelps is... Uh, every week it's different, so I don't know where the fuck she is. Where are you at, Sheena? Um, I am actually in Norfolk, Virginia, so you and I are on the freaking same time zone for the oh, first damn, time okay. ever. For the first time ever. Can you believe that? Oh, man, I know. You're you're like one state away. It's crazy. I, I know. It's It feels really insane. Um, You know, driving back to Virginia. We've lived in Virginia before, so it just kind of felt like, I don't know. It was really like deja vu from like, you know, years past. Um, You know, a lot, a lot has changed, but a lot has really stayed the same. So it, it's exciting to be back in Virginia. But, uh, yeah, East Coast time. It was so weird watching like Raw and stuff at like 8 o'clock. I could, I was like, oh, my God. Like, I'm, an, <laughs> I, I'm an old lady. Like. Like, I can't stay up for Yeah, you got spoiled. You're watching pay-per-views at, like, 3 in the afternoon. Then you can have, like, dinner afterwards and have a normal life. Yeah. Oh, my God. Like, I don't know how, like, when NFL season rolls around, we used to, like, make breakfast and watch football games. And like you said, like, we would have lunch and watch, you know, uh, WWE pay-per-views. Like, the Hawaii time zone life is so good because um, you can still have a life, like, after you watch all of your favorite things you know like if you're watching monday night football and like it goes into overtime like you're burning the midnight oil you know what i mean exactly, like yeah. you're you're like you're struggling at work the next day but for us it's like oh yeah well you know we're gonna be watching it at six o'clock instead of five o'clock so <laughs> Yeah. yeah, um it, it is weird being back here on the east coast where everything comes on at zero dark 30 I bet yeah it's uh it's a probably a huge change but uh you guys settled uh on a, on a new crib you guys are moving in this weekend so congrats that happened pretty quick yeah, we looked at a house today and um, they called us and told us that they accepted our, you know, application and everything. And, you know, you know, fingers crossed, knock on wood, everything goes as planned because we love the house. It kind of like, you know, met all of the met all of the criteria and uh, hopefully we get to move in this weekend. So, we'll, you know, our stuff won't be here probably for, you know, till next week, but we'll be living in an empty house, kind of like you, you know, living in your empty basement right now. We'll be living in an empty shell of a house for a few days, but it'll be nice just to have our own space and our own place because right now we're in a hotel um, and sharing walls with people when you got dogs and babies and all that stuff. It's just freaking stressful. And my wife's so pissed off at me that, you know, we she decorated the whole house and like I, you know, I had minimal input on things, but then like now that this basement done i drove to ikea the other day by myself and got these big they're like six foot long shelves just like a floating shelf and i bought like two of them i'm gonna put all my mint on card figures on i got the detolf set up the other night got some stuff in that yeah already. i can't wait to see it man yeah it's gonna be cool yeah. but she's like god damn it you like took you one day to like start decorating your basement <laughs> i was like you know it gets getting it's been makeup for lost time i guess She's been asking you for weeks, like, honey, how do these picture frames look? How do you, where do you want uh, this art? You're like, it's fine. You're good. It's good. You know, then all of a sudden you get the, the detox. You're like, oh, oh my God, I got to put it right here under this window. Yeah. And of course I, I brought out the old Hasbros and my son start wanted to start playing with them because they're, you know, it's just a box of wrestling toys to him. But I'm, you know, I have like, you know, the, the crush and Adam bomb, like $200 Hasbros and they're like, oh God, why are you playing you're with like, those? like, please don't chew on these. Yeah. He's like picking the most expensive ones to play with. Of course he doesn't, he doesn't play with like the Dean Ambrose. He's got, he's got good taste. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we got a pretty jam packed show. We got at the very top here, we're going to do our Alistair Black uh, figure giveaway that we've been talking about for a couple weeks. Uh, we are going to preview uh, stomping grounds. 
Kick-Ass Take Names, I think is the full name of it, which they are yeah. having some trouble selling tickets to. And yep. uh, we'll talk about the Macho Man pre-order over the last couple of days and what figures we've picked up and uh, a lot of other cool stuff. Sheena, what, what, are we, what should we start with here? Let's start off the top and tell people how they can reach out to us. Uh, you can email us, askchickfoley at gmail.com and slide into Sheena's DMs at, on Instagram at chickfoley. And, um, of course, our Patreon page is live and running. It's patreon.com slash Chick Foley Show. So we have that up and running. Tell the people a little bit about that, Sheena. What are we doing over there? Oh, man, on Patreon, we have a lot of good stuff. Um, you know, while I was home, Heel Husband and I did some, you know, we did a little nostalgia feels and went back and uh, went through Heel Husband's old action figures from when he was a kid, and we we talked about those. We do unboxing videos. We have lots of good stuff over there. We do exclusive episodes. We're about to do an exclusive um, top um, wrestling video games. Uh, Heel Husband is going to be our special guest on that, so I know I'm super excited for him to make his Chick Foley show debut. Um, I'm pumped for that, so be on the lookout for that this week week and also our patreons get exclusive access to a private facebook group um again this is just for patreon so we have we've had a lot of people hit us up um, and request access so just make sure you are a patreon you can join for as little as a dollar a month um you do get access to that we do a lot of figure buying selling trading a lot of um talk about you know wrestling and all things um it's just a really interactive community it's been a lot of fun so far so just make sure if you are a patreon and you're not a part of that yet you do request access um hit myself or phil or the heel husband up and we can give you the link to that um and then if you do request access and you know all your info don't match up if you got like different aliases on different platforms let us know who you are over on you know make sure your patreon name matches your uh facebook name and we'll get you added to that yeah i mean honestly the facebook group was the best idea we ever had that's worth a dollar itself got we got people selling and trading figures on there we just you know during the pay-per-views and rolling we're Going back and forth, we all talked about the Macho Man pre-order, so it's a, it's a cool place. You know, it's kind of Twitter's fun, but this is like a concealed place where we can like not concealed, but it's like you know you don't have to go to, and you know search people's tweets and go back and forth. It's all kind of that's the like the one good thing about Facebook. Um, yeah, it's, it's fun. all one we place. Like, we do like weekly figure fa- face-offs. You know, we'll pick like two random figures. We have a um, a really awesome member that does that. You know it's pretty much every week he'll pick like two random figures and post them up and we all like vote who we think is the best so it's just a lot of fun um you know and we get to talk a lot of wrestling with people who actually care you know there's there's you find that niche of people who actually you know enjoy wrestling as much as you and it makes it a lot of a lot of fun especially when the product is not as great you, when you have a group of people who are awesome uh you know it really makes it a lot of fun yep it's patreon.com slash chick foley show and uh be sure to hit up our friends at Collar and Elbow. It's CollarandElbowBrand.com. Uh, we've been raving about their shirts over the last couple months. You can use code CHICK, C-H-I-C-K, for 10% off. You will not be disappointed. And uh, check out our shirts, our Chick Foley Show shirts, at ProWrestlingTees.com. Uh, just search Chick Foley there. You'll be able to find them. And mm-hmm. uh, that's all the plug-in we have. Let's get into uh, Raw and SmackDown this week, Sheena, which was uh, a lot better than we've seen over the last couple of weeks. It gives us some hope. Yeah, it was really exciting. Before we do that, I want to give away that Aleister Black Ooh, good call, figure. Good call. Yeah, um, we, we, you know, you guys have given us some amazing reviews on the show. You guys have really shown us some love over on iTunes. So for all of you guys who took the time to rate and review the show, it means so much to us. You guys don't realize how much it helps the show um, and helps us, you know, get seen and heard by more people. And um, so we're going to go ahead and pick here live on the show um, a review. So in case you don't have your Twitter name on here, I'm going to read your iTunes name and make sure you hit myself or fill up and let us know that you won the contest. Um, But here we go. Let me just... 
get a little quick drum roll here. <laughs> all right. And the do. winner is. All right. It says um, this. It says uh, figs for life. Love this show and everything about it. Um, I found it. Thank you for everything you do for the fig community. Keep up the great work. This comes into us from Ryan Bill. Belisle, Belisle, Ryan Belisle, B-E-L-I-S-L-E. So thank you so much for that five-star review. Um, the title was Fig Life Life, so make sure you contact us and claim your Alistair Black figure, dude. That's yeah, freaking that, dope figure you just won. It is. That name doesn't sound familiar. Hopefully he's a listener because I don't know if he, he didn't put his Twitter name in there. He did not put his Twitter uh-huh. name on there, um, but in case you know, we will we will pick another winner if Ryan doesn't claim it by next week's show. We will pick another winner um, live on air, so stay tuned for that. Um, Ryan, you have until next week's show to claim your Alistair Black figure. Countdown starts now. Good uh, congratulations, Ryan. Hopefully, uh, you're listening to this. If you do, hit us up, and we will ship that out to you. Congrats! And we're going to continue to do some cool giveaways. I know our buddy Marco is doing one on his Twitter account. He's giving away a Killian Dane. And a uh, Ruby Riot mint on card uh, in the name of our podcast. If you just go to his Twitter account, it's Inglorious Gent, G E N T, and uh, it's the very first tweet on his profile. You basically just have to tell the tweet back at him and tell him what you liked about this week's show, and you'll be entered to win. He's actually going to pick the winner tomorrow. So uh, if you're listening to this on Thursday, hit him up, and uh, you can uh, win a pretty cool couple figures there for not really doing much work at all. So. Right. MVP Marco coming through again. That's what we do, the Chick Foley fan, man. We're here. We're here to give you all of the things. So we we all work together. All right, let's get into Raw and SmackDown um, yes. for the folks at home as we're heading into a pay per view that um, people aren't too excited about, but they, they mm-hmm. tried on Monday and Tuesday to get us a little more pumped up for. It, that's for sure. Yeah, you know, I was actually really surprised with Raw. You know, the last couple of weeks, we've had a really hard time here on the show just kind of like making, you know, making lemonade out of lemons. You know, we try to stay positive here and, you know, watch the product to, um, you know, just be entertained. But when it's like, hey, can we watch the NBA finals or are we going to watch this crappy, you know, second and third hour of Raw? Um, you know, we're going to change the channel and, you know, just catch up on the, catch up on the highlights or catch the, uh, the Hulu review. But this week was actually very, very entertaining. We had a lot of stuff go down. I was really entertained by the whole Seth Rollins, just kind of like attacking everyone with a chair. I don't know why I found such joy in that, even though that's, you know, he's, he's a baby face, but I find that that was like a super heel thing to do. Just like attack everybody that, um, you know, Corbin like gave the opportunity to be the guest special guest referee. Um, but something about it, like, you know, I still felt like, yeah, go Rollins, even though it was such a heel thing to do. No, that's what, I mean, I felt the same way is because he was so great as a heel, you know, and it, mm-hmm. that, that reign as a champion is really you know, kind of what defines him for me. And uh, mm-hmm. it kind of harkened back to that. And it made me like he has that edge that we saw so much when he was, you know, with J&J Security. So, yeah, I really love that just coming out of nowhere and just beating the hell out of people uh, on both shows, actually. You know, did it, on, mm-hmm. did it on SmackDown against the B team, which I don't know why he was upset about if they were the, uh, the guest <laughs> referee. I don't know what he was worried about them doing. But uh, it uh, didn't matter. It was it was not anybody. Yep. Yeah, anybody. If you even if you even let the words like Corbin come out of your mouth, you were getting freaking meleeed with a chair. And what do you think about Ricochet winning the Fatal Five Way and getting a shot at the U.S. Championship uh, at Stomping Grounds? A little early, but uh, I like some. Uh, you know, it's a fresh matchup for sure. That'll be pretty fun to watch. 
Yeah, um, I, I'm I'm pumped. I think it was I thought it was a really good move. You know, I, I thought I was like, oh, my gosh, like I, when it was just Miz and uh, Ricochet left, I was like, oh, my gosh, like I, I just knew the Miz was going to win. Um, but they surprised me and they gave Ricochet the over on this one. And I'm really excited to see ricochet versus joe for this i don't i don't know who's going to come out on top um i would love to see ricochet as the u.s as the u.s champion um but i don't know i mean you know joe kind of just got the title back and hasn't really had a chance to really do anything with it yet so um i don't know if this will be a feud that kind of carries on over the course of like you know the next the next couple of pay-per-views you know with uh ricochet and joe kind of fighting for the u.s title yeah, it would be pretty cool to. I mean, I don't know if they they didn't plan on this obviously because Ray Mysterio got hurt out of mm-hmm. nowhere, so they had to kind of scramble. But you know, it'd be cool to have some fresh blood there. And uh, it was it was a fun match. That five way was pretty fun. Even Strowman looked good. You know, I'd love to see yeah. Cesaro go go a little bit further, but he looked he looked good. And then you know, it was fun watching them all beat the shit out of uh, Elias, which uh, he seems to be the kind of the punching bag lately. It just get the shit yeah. beat out of him after he after he makes fun of the crowd. But you know, it was a good I match. Yeah, I wouldn't have thought um, a match containing Braun Strowman and Bobby Lashley would have been something that I would en- have enjoyed watching. If you know, if you would have heard me a couple weeks ago, if you would have told me a couple weeks ago I would have enjoyed that match, I would have been like, "Oh my God, you're crazy!" But um, it was a lot of fun, and I thought all the guys did a great job. Viking Raiders returned after uh, beating the tag team champions like two months ago, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, and just disappearing. And they beat uh, the 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 awesome duo of Russ Taylor and Randy Taylor. The ultimate the ta- jobber names, but uh, you know, yeah, the Taylor brothers. Yeah, I don't know what that's going to mean for them, but um, I guess it's hey, good, good said, to see them back. You know what? It is. You know, we we had just talked about last week about jobbers having their place, and you know, this is this we're getting what we asked for. So I cannot True. complain yep. that the Viking Raiders came out and you know squashed a couple of jobbers. Um, I think it's the perfect thing to to gain them some momentum. We know that they have a huge future ahead. Hopefully, fingers crossed. If WWE doesn't screw it up, they have a huge future ahead, and hope. Hopefully, they kind of like you know redefine the the tag division and really add some spice there because there there are some good tag teams right now. If we just give tag team wrestling a chance, yeah, I mean, we saw that with the Good Brothers coming back and having a really good mm-hmm. match against the Usos, even though they lost. Um, I guess those guys are sticking around. I had heard rumors that they were kind of on their way out, and that we mm-hmm. hadn't seen them on TV in so so long. But uh, this was a, this yeah. was a this was a night where we. It was a good flowing night of, of matches for three hours, and we saw some guys like you know the Good Brothers come back, the Viking Raiders. We saw EC3 in a little bit more of an elevated role. Uh, mm-hmm. the, the best part for me was uh, after that Viking Raiders match, painting into the crowd and seeing Our Truth and Carmella dressed up in like the most ridiculous outfits I've ever seen in my life. It yes. just popped me so hard. And then Renee's like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa, go back, go back, go back!" Telling the cameraman to go back and like. I can uh, Carmella's dressed like Charlie Chaplin or something. It was it was hilarious. Yes. I love our truth and Carmella together. I don't know what it is about them, but their chemistry, I just love it so much. Whether it's like dance breaks or you know them doing this twenty four seven championship together, um, I don't know where it's going. I don't know you know what the you know if it. I don't know what the reason behind you know having truth continually be the um the 24 7 champion like always winning it back but i love it so much and like you know i like to see our truth on my on my television screen every week he is he just like we've talked about before he just does the best with what he has and he's always freaking entertaining yeah and i, I mean I, I, this 24 7 belt is probably 
made to like just jump around to a bunch of different people and just kind of be chaotic but they're probably kicking themselves like god they probably just want to keep it on our truth as long as they can because i mean he's been gold man he's been killing it and Mm -hmm. uh not taking anything away from any of the other guys that have won it over the last couple weeks but man i'd love to see him him get it back after losing it on SmackDown, but uh, I am I am really excited to see where that SmackDown angle goes with because Drew Maverick, you know, announced that he's getting married, and I'm like, oh my gosh, like if they like if they kind of yeah, they've some, talked about that a couple of times now, yeah, some sort of wedding, you know, and then like they come and pin pin Drake Maverick at his wedding, like I think I, I mean I, I would pop so hard that would be so amazing. Well, EC3 is in the wedding, so that would be a good like way to get him, yeah. you know, <laughs> get him over and yeah. get him a belt, I guess, yeah. I don't know. He's probably still recovering from those uh, Seth Rollins chair shots. True. Yeah. Those, he, he took those, the brunt of those things. Jesus Christ. Yeah. That knocked him totally out like Weekend at Bernie's style. If we don't get the, the Revival and Shane and Drew McIntyre pulling up to Raw next week in a limo with suits on it, they're doing they're doing themselves wrong because they can make an excellent like heel stable here. They're so close. You know, they're so fucking close to making this work. I mean, mm-hmm. they're, they're backstage eating shrimp and shit and drinking champagne or whatever. And, yeah. uh, you know, Reigns comes in and breaks it all up. But, I mean, they, they, could, they could put together a pretty fire heel stable here if they just kind of tweak it just a little bit. We, we talk about it every week, but, yeah, it's, it still rings true. Yeah, I think so, too. And, you know, um, I think even if they pull back on Shane just a little bit, so, like, they could, you know, just, Shane could just be, like, directing traffic. Yeah, you manager. know what I mean? Just kind of yeah. be, yeah, just kind of be in the background, like, you know, just kind of, like, um, puppeteering these guys, right? Like, getting them into, um, you know, new feuds and new things and, like, you know, setting setting them up and um, not having to be the center of attention or, you know, the best in the world. Um, I think it, I think it could really, really work. Yeah, I agree. Uh, what else do we see on Raw? Uh, we saw another Firefly Funhouse. This thing continues to keep going, and as entertaining as it was, you know, we've we've talked about how this just needs a payoff eventually. Do you think it happens on Sunday? Mm-hmm. I mean, dude, I felt like you know, honestly, this is the first time. Um that I felt like this was like the end of the Firefly Funhouse, like the, um, you know, like this was the last time we were going to see the Firefly Funhouse without actually seeing Bray Wyatt. So he may appear on Sunday, but my, my question is, is like, I don't know where it would be appropriate where I would feel like it would be worthy. Right. Like, like I've mentioned several times before, I want him to come in and have like a meaningful feud for a title right off the bat, because I feel like that's the only way that they're going to capitalize on this character um, and all of this buildup and all of that. And really, there's nothing here that would that is worthy, right? So maybe have him come back on Monday. Um, I just hope they don't announce it. I hope it's not like we're going to see Bray Wyatt, you know, like live here tonight. I hope it's a surprise, um, even though we're all kind of waiting for it. I hope it's not one of those things where they just use it to draw ratings um, on Monday. And they're like, they announce it like way ahead of time. Like, you know, oh, Bray Wyatt will officially you know, be at raw. Um, I hope he just shows up and then starts, starts a feud right there because I really don't feel like there's a place for him on Sunday. Do you agree? Yeah. I mean, I don't, I think, I mean, it would be cool to have a show where people are kind of shitting on it and not mm-hmm. giving it a chance. And we see like whoever this guest referee be, be a big name or, or we see the debut of this new Bray Wyatt character or something big that is going to get people talking like, Oh man, I should have watched that show. God damn it. Why did I not watch stomping grounds? But yeah, I think you're right. I think mm-hmm. it'd be better. I I just I agree. I hope they don't announce it ahead of time. It's not that character is not like going to tell uh, Vince McMahon he's yes. I'm coming to Raw this Monday. Like he's just going to show up and you know wreck shit basically. Exactly. So exactly. 
Yeah, you know, what I will say about WWE is they really do a good job of giving, sometimes giving us these cards that are like a little bit underwhelming where mm-hmm. we're just kind of like, meh, and really making it a good show. I mean, when you look at the matchups like individually, like like there's not bad matchups on this card. It's just like they're not exciting. These are all runbacks from things that we've seen before, right? These, these are all rematches. Um, and, you know, the, the buildup for these matches hasn't been that great. So that's why it's underwhelming. It's not because the talent pool because you know you mean you have Dolph and Kofi and you know Seth and Lacey and Becky and like all these people that are amazing on this card um but it's just like for some reason it's just not popping it's just not exciting yeah for sure we'll get to the card in a little bit let's go over Smackdown real quick anything you want to touch on there noteworthy I mean we saw kind of the feud I mean it's that's the only thing about this now wild card thing it's and Smackdown just becomes kind of a rehash of what happens on Raw whereas Smackdown was its own kind of living thing which was fun and hopefully that happens once it gets onto Fox but you know I just it wasn't wasn't popping me yeah I was you know on I mean I I liked Smackdown I didn't I thought it was better than Smackdown a week's past but um again like you said this wild card rule is really just kind of like um i mean it's it's muddy muddying the waters a little bit and we're kind of getting back to that like you know where we're seeing the same superstars like you know monday and tuesday fighting talking about the same things talking about the build-up to you know whatever pay-per-view it is um and yeah it's just kind of like come on like let, let's do let's do something different because even though they're not fighting um like they're still showing up and still cutting promos and doing all those things because we got we got some you know different matches we got Andrade and Apollo Cruz and um like all these or we, you know they didn't fight but they got that backstage segment and then um you know heavy machinery and the B team and all those things but it just wasn't you know wasn't super exciting but I, I did like it I loved the which is let me just preface this by saying I have been so down on a moment of bliss because it's been terrible. <laughs> Every single segment that a moment of bliss has been terrible. And I love Alexa bliss so much. And I was so disappointed that her little, you know, TV show segment was just so sucky. Um, and when I saw that Bailey was coming out for another, um, episode of moment of bliss, I literally, I looked at Hill husband and I said, are you freaking kidding me? He's like, you should go, you should go live and talk about how mad you are about that. Cause I just kept going on and on about <laughs> it. And then it ended up being, it then it ended up being one of the best segments on raw or on SmackDown. Like for a few minutes, I was like, I feel like Alexa may be like really un- unleashing some like deep, dark feelings that, you know, I feel like she was shooting on her. Yeah. Yeah. Talking about Peaky and NXT and all that kind of stuff. It's uh, it oh was, you know, definitely hit close to home, I'm sure, for Bailey. But uh, I think that's what you needed to do, because before this, the the gimmick or the, you know, the fight was just about Alexa Bliss's love for coffee or whatever the yeah. hell the stupid gimmick is. But, the, you know, this was a way to kind of in, inject some life into that. So it was good. Yeah, I'm pumped. I still don't understand why um, Alexa, who is a SmackDown superstar, is, you know, or um, is a Raw superstar is fighting for the SmackDown Women's Championship. But, I mean, who? It's, it's a wild card, baby. I mean, anything can happen. But, again, it's just like – what does that even mean? You know what I mean? Like, let's just get rid of this wild card. If we're just going to have raw superstars fighting for SmackDown belts and vice versa. Um, but I loved, loved, loved that segment. And I was very surprised that I did. For sure. Yeah. Uh, Alistair Black cutting another promo backstage about, you know, wanting someone okay. to fight him. <laughs> wow. You really took it to a complete 180 of segments. Yeah, that sorry. I absolutely <laughs> sorry. Yeah. You were getting, you were getting too positive there for a second. I had to like <laughs> knock you down a peg. <laughs> Yeah, well, that's it. That definitely did it because, again, on a positive note, love Alistair Black. I think he's amazing. 
hate this backstage Bray Wyatt esque promos. They got got to be making him a heel, right? There's no way people are going to cheer him after these awful promos, right? This is to make us hate him, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. No, literally, when he came on, I went, oh, you know, and I've never felt that way about Aleister Black, but like, to me, like, he's so whiny right now. And so, like, and he's just trying to be all cryptic. And I'm like, you know, he was, like, talking about, um, you know, changing. I can't remember what the, what the crap he was, like, changing the energy or something like that of a man. I'm like, or changing the essence of a man. <laughs> and I was like, oh, my gosh. Like, shut up. Like, it was, because I knew it wasn't going anywhere. That's the thing about those segments is, like, I just, you just tune them out. You know nothing is going to happen. It's just like, okay, come pick a fight with me. Come pick a fight with me. And what I'm afraid is going to happen, I'm afraid they're going to have, um, Bray Wyatt be the one to like knock on the door and as cool as that would be like Bray Wyatt and Aleister Black together um, again it's not big enough for me you know what I mean it doesn't mean anything it's not going to give yeah. Bray any clout yeah it's uh, I don't know it's 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 definitely odd I don't know what the, what the, uh, what, the, what the what they're building to here somebody mm-hmm. was uh, was, was kind of hinting that they should just have him like show up and just do this in the ring and then have RKO out of nowhere and kind of build that as yeah. a feud and have Randy Orton put him over and, you know, have Orton as the face or something. But, you know, I don't know, like, where is this going? Like, unless they do one live, like, backstage, you know, mm-hmm. at, at SmackDown one week and he comes out and he's, like, at the arena or something and then gets called out or something. I don't, I don't know. But uh, it's definitely made us dislike him. You know, when he came up, he was, you know, super fan favorite for everybody. So I guess exactly. if, that, if that's what they want us to do, that's where that's where it's going. So. For sure, for sure. Uh, other than that, on SmackDown, we did get to see uh, Drake Maverick win the 24-7 championship dressed as Carmella with actual fake breasts. That was cool. Uh, yeah, like with that was with cool. actual nipples on them. I, was, I don't know how they got away with that. What, what What's the purpose of those? I don't know. Hey, it's PG-13, it's PG right? Like, you know, even though it's PG era, we're toting into PG-13. Yeah, true. Yeah, so uh, congrats to Drake Maverick for winning the belt, and uh, we'll see where that goes. We'll see if they defend it. They had a paper. Well, they haven't had a pay per view since you know introducing this belt, except for the, the Saudi show. So uh, I don't know if this mm-hmm. is going to be a TV only thing. We'll probably find out, but uh, it'd be cool to see it backstage at at Stomping Grounds. So let's get into yeah, Stomping Grounds yeah. while we're on the subject. Hmm. Uh, overall so, thoughts on this show because we've kind of touched on a little bit here. It's how it's just a kind of a rehashing of some of these matches, but uh, yeah, you're right. When when we're when our ex- expectations are low, it's kind of when they kind of pull the wool over our eyes and put up put on a really good show. So hopefully, you know, glass half full. That's what's going to happen here. Yeah, I'm thinking. I mean, if if Raw and SmackDown are any indication of the the energy that they're trying this pay per view, I think we might be. Oh, surprised even though there hasn't been so much hype around this um it hasn't been like one of their top selling pay-per-views you know i mean they had problems like selling out the arena um i think we could be surprised but again um if i had to just choose one word to describe this pay-per-view i would definitely say just underwhelming you know like again it's just it's just rematches stuff that we've seen before stuff that really you know i don't feel like it has any i don't know it doesn't have any like meaning if that makes sense right like i mean we have a special guest referee match like that's supposed to get us like super excited um and i mean the only person that it makes sense for it to even be is like brock or paul Heyman, right but i mean that doesn't even make sense i don't even know how that would 
work, right? I mean, I would love to see it. That would be cool. You know, see Brock Lesnar in a referee shirt. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, but it's going to be, you know, it's probably going to be somebody like Shane McMahon or somebody that we've already seen before, Elias. Mm-hmm. But, uh, I mean, they put on mm-hmm. a good, they put on a good match in the last couple, you know, last couple of times they fought. I just don't, mm-hmm. I just, I'm ready for this to be over. Obviously, we both are going to pick Rollins to win this thing. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, that guest referee kind of puts a little bit of a different slant on it. But I think, you know, Rollins is still leaving with the belt here. Yeah, I think, I mean, yeah, I think he's got to leave with the belt. But, I mean, at the same time, like, I mean, they've just they've just put so much energy behind Corbin. I just can't see them having him just continue to, to lose. You know what I mean? So, um, hopefully... Rollins, you know, comes out of this squeaky clean, you know, no cash in, no anything. Um, but obviously they're, they're trying to throw some sort of wrench in it by this special guest referee. And again, the only person that I can even make sense of it being that, that it's not just going to be a complete dud. Anybody other than Brock or Paul Heyman, I think is just going to be like, wah, wah. Or, or Ambrose, but that's not happening. <laughs> oh my gosh. Can you imagine the roof would freaking blow off that place? place would pop, um, yeah. <laughs> that, yeah, that's a good way to get some ratings. Um, but again, yeah, I'm going, I'm definitely going with Rollins for this one. Uh, steel cage match between Kofi Kingston and Dolph Ziggler should be a damn good match. Uh, yeah. I'm excited for that one. I think Kingston still retains here, uh, but, uh, it should be a good one. And it's, again, it's another match we've seen, you know, pretty recently the last couple of weeks at, uh, at the Saudi show, but, mm-hmm. uh, I'm, I'm going to pop for it. It's going to be good. I love, I love Ziggler in the ring. I think he's going to go down as one of the more under, he's definitely one of the more underrated guys in the roster right now. I mean, he always yeah. has, always puts in a good match. Yeah, for sure. I think this, I think this match is going to be incredible. I mean, you know, Kofi and Dolph in a, in a steel cage, I think is awesome. Um, I'm not loving Dolph's character right now. Um, I think Dolph has, he's had better, you know, characters in the past. I think this whole, like, it should have been me type thing, um, is just kind of like, again, I hate whiny, you know, like with Alistair Black, I just hate whiny, like stop whining and just do something about it. You know what I mean? Like, um, just say what you're going to do and freaking do it. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm going with Kingston for this one. Um, but I do think it's going to be a freaking hellified match. I loved him with McIntyre. I wish they would have kept that going for a little bit longer. Mm-hmm. Um, built that up more. Uh, Bailey versus Bliss for the SmackDown title. You touched on it. It's kind of confusing as Bliss is a Raw superstar. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm assuming here, then you tell me if I'm off base, that Nikki Cross is going to cost Bliss the match here. Bailey's going to retain. Then we're going to see some sort of Bliss versus Nikki Cross thing and Bliss just go off on her and turn mega heel. Because uh, she's kind of an in-between thing right now i'm just you know, mm-hmm. i think bliss bliss is made to be just the main heel if she's if she's 100 percent ready to go and she's been medically cleared she's obviously must be if she's wrestling here on, for the yeah. title on a pay-per-view i think she get you just got to make her just the total total badass bitch that she is yeah i love me some heel bliss um and you know i hadn't even considered that about you know i, I was thinking the other way i was thinking you know nikki cross gets involved and you know causes Bailey to lose. But I was like, oh, that, that, that does make a lot more sense that they would have Bailey retain and then continue the feud, like start a feud with, um, Alexa bliss and Nikki cross, because I mean, the, 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 all the signs are there. Do you know what I mean? Like Alexa and Nikki are not true friends, right? Like this is not a real friendship. This is totally like a Nikki or, um, an Alexa using Nikki situation. So it, it, it is means to an end. I think that would be, this would be the perfect time to, to start that feud. And we know Nikki cross can go so i'm i would be excited to actually see nikki cross get some shine and you know get some time on screen like fighting with alexa bliss 
this will be also the perfect time for Sasha Banks to return and cost you know maybe cost Bailey the title. Then we see a Bailey Bailey Sasha Banks build up for SummerSlam, but that's I think wishful thinking on my part. But uh, that would be the ultimate mm-hmm. you know situation if you want to make women's wrestling kind of back to where it's been. You know, Charlotte's kind of taking a backseat since WrestleMania here. I think that would be Bailey and Sasha Banks. You know, we we touched on it last week. That was your what was that your retro match of the of the week? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, that yeah. was you know they've had some bur- some burners down in uh, NXT, and I think you know a big time matchup at SummerSlam. Even if it's not for a belt, it would be you know pretty awesome. So hopefully that that happens. Yeah, for sure. Um, who are you going with in this one? Man, I, I just went back and forth on like three different predictions here. I'm gonna go with Bli- I'm gonna go with Bliss, but uh, there's there's some possibilities here. Um, oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm gonna go Bailey. I apologize. Yeah, I think I'm gonna go with Bliss. I think I think after Tuesday, I think Bliss has got some fire behind her, dude. I, I could totally see Alexa pulling this one off. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Bailey's had the belt for just a you know a month or two, but you know the way they change belts now, I don't see it being you know. A yeah. slight toward her if she loses the belt. Uh, Roman versus Drew McIntyre, a rematch from WrestleMania, which I don't know if we really needed to see. Yeah, I mean, I don't think there's any doubt that Roman is gonna is gonna win this one. I mean, it only took him one Superman punch at WrestleMania to beat Drew McIntyre. So, I mean, what's it gonna take at Stomping Grounds like two? Yeah, you know, maybe yeah. maybe maybe a Superman punch and you know a couple spears. It's a shame because you, know, you could build up McIntyre and Roman, you know, and Roman separately and have them hold off and meet, you know, at a later point as a kind of a rematch. Uh, because McIntyre, mm-hmm. I mean, in this world of like in betweener type of guys, McIntyre is a full. Him and Corbin are just you know full blown shitty heels. And uh, oh yeah, you know, I think McIntyre has done really good. I, I hate to see him job out again to Roman, but I'm assuming that's yeah. what's going to happen here, unless we get some sort of interference from Shane. And the crew, but uh, I'm which going. Which is which is totally possible. Yeah, I'm still going to go Roman. What say you? I'm I'm going to go with Roman. Um, I I totally agree with you. I think if this match was for something, I would be more interested. Again, it's like it's not for a title. There's there's no stakes. There's nothing to keep me interested in this match. Um, I don't again. I don't think it was something that we needed to re see. Um, here at Stomping Grounds, we already saw it at WrestleMania. Um, and we you know. We've seen it a couple times since, like, you know, in different in different variations. So, yeah, I'm going with Roman on this one. I don't know what made me think of this, but Jimmy's Famous Seafood is doing a bus trip up to Philadelphia for Extreme Rules. If you, you and mm. the heel husband, you know, you might have to find some sort of babysitter situation. But uh, we could make it a – could make it a uh, – Chick Fil A road trip, you know. Oh man, yeah, I'll have to discuss that with the heel husband. Uh, yeah. we're, we've, we're already itching to like, you know, we were talking about like the um, the Hampton Scope or whatever that whatever the I can't even remember what the name of the the place is here. Um, but it's like I'm like, oh my god, that's where we're gonna be watching Raw. We we drove by it on our way in. We're like, oh my god, it's gonna be so exciting when Raw comes around. Nice, that is cool. Yeah, because you guys have been away from it so for so long, haven't been able to see live events. Yeah, it's cool. Mm-hmm, for sure. So yeah, I'm, I'm pumped for that. Becky Lynch again against uh, Lacey Evans for the Raw Women's title. Uh, God, as much as I love, I love Lacey Evans. I just think Becky Lynch has just become. I don't know. It's just I don't know if it's my short attention span or what. But I have no interest in in what she's selling anymore. I you know I don't I don't I wouldn't take it that far. You know I still think she's amazing. Um, 
you know, and I'm, I've, I'm getting more interested in Lacey Evans. My thing is with this, this particular match is that they have put so much energy and so much time and so much effort behind Lacey. I don't know what would be like, what would be the point of having her get beat clean as a sheet, like twice, you know, like I, I think that could really kill her momentum and really kind of just put her in a weird spot. Cause like, where does she go from there? You know what I mean? She was challenging, um, you know, the, the top dog and she gets beat twice. Right. So I think as much as I hate to see it, I think Lacey's going to freaking walk away with the raw women's title on wow. Sunday. Oh my gosh. That's crazy. I know. I know. Wow. You heard it here first. I'm, I'm going to stay conservative and go with Becky Lynch. I do agree though. It and you can't have all of these matches as rematches and and give us the exact same results as oh, the God. first one. Like it would be pathetic. And that's the one that, you know, I could see cha- you know something changing hands here uh, mm-hmm. as for the title. Uh, yeah, good call. I'm going to go with Lynch, but uh, that will be split on that one. I would love to see Lacey Evans get the belt. I think she's over the last couple of weeks. I mean, I love the women's right. I love her you know, sometimes the southern accent is a little over 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 yeah. the top, but I think that's the that's the point. You know, yeah, for sure. I do think she does. She overdoes it a little bit, especially as a woman who is like from a southern state. You know, I know a lot of people from southern states. I've, it's just so like she's so it's it's such a stereotypical representation of like the southern woman. You know what I mean? And um, yeah, it's a little overdone, but again, I mean, the whole gimmick is kind of overdone. I mean, she's got like that, you know, her like pinup esque um, debutante look. So, I mean, I'm 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 okay with it. Okay, uh, U.S. title match we talked about earlier: Samoa Joe versus Ricochet. A nice opportunity for him after only mm-hmm. being on the roster for you know six months here. Mm-hmm. I'm torn. I want to hear your thoughts. Um, man, like I said, I. I can totally see them just letting Joe retain simply because I feel like it could be the start of a Joe and Ricochet feud. Cause we haven't really seen a, you know, Joe and Ricochet, they're not really feuding. It's just kind of like Ricochet won the opportunity. Obviously Joe, Joe attacked him afterwards, but like, you know, Ricochet won the opportunity. There's no really like underlying, um, you know, beef there. So I could, I could see Joe retaining and then Ricochet just like being like, you know, I want my rematch, even though technically, you know, WWE, we don't do rematches anymore. Um, I think this could be the start of, of that feud that we see kind of go, go through the summer and really make that U S title picture kind of like interesting and meaningful. That would be cool. Yeah. I mean, we haven't had a real, I guess the Samoa, the Samoa Joe Ray Mysterio thing was kind of, overdone a little bit it's just with the dominic situation it was just yeah it was just one it was just squashed you know what i mean like with with the injuries and stuff like that like it it wasn't interesting because like joe just squashed him you know and nobody wants to see that yep uh all right i'm gonna go i'm gonna go joe here i'm gonna Uh, go with joe on this one too okay uh new day the what's left of them uh elijah Mm -hmm. woods (laughs) and uh big e you know against sammy and ko and i don't think ko is or i don't think sammy Zane has won a match since coming back, so I gotta think they're gonna do something dastardly here and win. But I think this is something fresh, and um, mm-hmm. I think these four will, you know, put together a, a badass match. Probably a good opener for the show, I would say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I am here for the New Day and Sammy and KO. I think it's gonna be really good. Um, I think the New Day are gonna are gonna win this one. I think it's just gonna be one for the good guys. Um, and uh, you know, Sammy and KO just kind of be. Like, like sniveling, whining, something something happened. It didn't go their way. Give them something to bitch about for the next, you know, few weeks. True. 
uh, Raw, sorry, SmackDown Tag Team Champions, the Eco Warriors against Heavy Machinery. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know what to make of this one either here. Um, yeah. Yeah, this kind of got thrown on the card like, you know, last minute, but um, I'm excited for it. I'm excited for Heavy Machinery to actually get like, you know, some some prime time pay-per-view viewing. Um, and, you know, I love I love me some Daniel Bryan and some Eco Warrior action. So um, I'm going to have to say that the Eco Warriors take this one, but I think it's going to be, you know, as we know, I mean, Heavy Machinery can just freaking put on an incredible show. And it is cool. This is Daniel Bryan's kind of home home t- home crowd here. So uh, it'll be interesting to see what they uh, let him keep the belts here. Usually they make guys take the L if they're in their hometown. Uh, cruiserweight match, Tony Nese defending against Drew Gulak and Akira Tazawa in a, a triple threat match for the uh, cruiserweight belt. What who say you, you here? Who did you pick in that last? Who did you pick between, who did you pick between Eagle Warriors and uh, I'm going cap- and the Captain. I'm going the Captain Planets. Oh, you're going with Captain Planets. Okay, cool, cool. Um, let's see. For the cruiserweight, I think Tony Nese is going to retain. Um, you know, it was kind of like a like a botched up, uh, you know, number one contender match, and then you know Akira Tozawa and Drew Gulak got to be, you know, got to be in there, and so I think uh, Tony Nese is going to retain. Yeah, yeah. I'd, uh, we've seen kind of him against Zhao. I like the addition of Gulak here. He's a fun, like, uh, you know, not a high-flying cruiserweight, but he's kind of like the strong style type of guy. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, I think they're riding Nice high on this one, so I'm going Nice. Uh, and uh, that's the end of Stomping Grounds. I feel like they they added a match recently, but it must have been that SmackDown tag team match they just added, I think, yeah. on Tuesday. Yeah. Overall, a, de- a decent yeah. card, but... Uh, We'll see. We'll do a recap next week on the show. If Sheena is not available to go, we will uh, make other arrangements. She is moving into her house. So uh, the yeah. I don't know if they have Comcast or Xfinity or what the situation yeah. is out there, but uh, probably take a couple of weeks for them to get out to you. Oh, my God. A couple of weeks. Don't say that. Lord have mercy. Without this Wi-Fi? A- what would you do, you know? Dude, I can't live without Wi-Fi. I mean, <laughs> my my job requires Wi-Fi, my life requires Wi-Fi. Like, I I can't I can't go unplugged. Yeah, you know if you I tell mean? them you work from home, I bet they'll probably put you on a, a higher list. You know. I hope so. I hope so. I'm like, listen, I'm going to like you know murder everyone in this neighborhood if <laughs> you don't come and put in some Wi-Fi. Tell them you host the most successful wrestling figure podcast. Uh, out there, tell them your name's that, Zach Ryder. They'll come out. That will that'll do it. They'll be like, "What's wrestling? <laughs> What's ra- wrestling?" Yeah. All right. Oh, you let's, mean toys? Let's get into our weekly purchases. This is our go figure segment. Hit it. The money. Here we go. Money talk. Everybody's favorite part of the show is Go Figure, where Sheena and I discuss our weekly purchase of of wrestling figures, wrestling memorabilia, and everything in between. Before we get into this, we forgot at the top of the show to announce our newest giveaway, Sheena. And this is for Patreon subscribers only, but all of our Patreons will be eligible for it. Um, The great Hal Haney, who uh, you can follow on Instagram, and if you haven't already, uh, you definitely should. He just hit 10,000 followers. He is making some... Hoo hoo! Oh, oh, nice! I couldn't hear you. Uh, How Haney? It's How Haney Art. That's H A L H A N E Y Art A R T, and he's making some fire prints um, of just basically 
every wrestler you can think of, kind of a split screen look where it's like you have you have the the, the demon cane and you have the corporate cane and you have like kind of the uh, the Mastodon Vader mixed with the regular Vader. You have Surfer Sting and Scorpion. Uh, uh, mm-hmm. what, what am I talking about? I can't even think of what I'm saying. What's the other Sting? Crow Sting. Yeah, just kind of. Uh, check him out. He's on. He's on Twitter and Instagram. We're partnering with him, and we are giving away one of his prints to one of our lucky listeners. Um, and we'll probably do that on the first show of July. I would say maybe we'll give it a couple yeah. weeks here. And um, mm-hmm. if you win, you just get to pick which one of these prints uh, he'll make one for you. I mean, he has every wrestler imaginable you can think of. He's got the, the you know, the Hollywood Hogan and the Hulk Hogan, you know, everything uh, Stone Cold and the Steve Austin, stunning Steve Austin, everything uh, on his page. Go check it out. And all you have to do is be a Patreon. You don't have to go like anything or follow us or give us a review. It's it's just uh, if you're a Patreon subscriber, you're automatically eligible. Uh, whether it's one dollar or a hundred dollars, so uh, sign up now. And this is, I mean, once you see his work, man. I mean, I showed it to you. I don't think you had you'd ever followed him before, but uh, he he's doing some badass stuff. He's he just got a commission from Sasha Banks to make uh, to make her a Macho Man print. Um, so he's doing some pretty big things, man. And he's super talented. Yeah. So make sure make sure you do follow him at Hal Haney Art. That's H A L H A N E Y A R T. Even if you don't, you know, um, you know, buy anything or you know, do anything, I always believe in just supporting artists, like giving them follows and building up their credibility and just showing them love on their posts and everything. Um, you know, we got to support the makers out there because you know all these guys that are putting all this creative juices out there. They're the ones that are giving us the good stuff. You know what I mean? Like we want, we want more options than just WWE Shop merch. No shade WWE Shop. We love WWE Shop, but but, you know, we like we like new, creative, fresh ideas, too. And it's so cool to see people that are so creative that they can do stuff like this. I mean, there's so many people out there making shirts and logos and, and, and all these oh, kind yeah. of prints. And it just boggles my mind because I'm so not talented in that kind of aspect. So it's uh, check him out. And, um, yeah, does some cool shit, Sheena. What did, you, uh, what did you pick up this week as far as wrestling figs? <laughs> So the heel husband has done some Facebook purchasing this week. Uh, there was a guy se- selling his whole whole collection, and we were able to grab some things oh, no. that you know, um, you know, yeah, going through hard times, baby, and uh, had to get rid of his collection. So we were able to grab the ringside exclusive, like the unmasked cane. Um, so which is really exciting for us because now we've officially completed our ringside exclusive figure collection and oh, you know, obviously nice. it's gonna it's gonna continue to grow but yeah now we have every ringside exclusive figure which is super exciting um we he grabbed an elite eight all the way throw it back all the way to elite eight evan born um i wasn't evan born was kind of like the time that i was like out of the product like kind of like that 2008 era um so i'm not super familiar with Evan Bourne's catalog of uh, of wrestling, but uh, you know he was you know he is a figure that we did need. Heel husband obviously knows more about him than I did, and uh, so he, he grabbed that, and then he got Elite 14 Undertaker, which this 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 Undertaker is really cool. It's kind of like a late late era Undertaker, and uh, he's got like you know his like cloak on, and he's got this like almost like like knight's armor looking thing like on the front um it almost looks like dragon scales or dragon skin um it's a really super cool figure um so he was able to grab that and then oh build a figure announcer booker t so you know that's oh nice cool mm mm-hmm Yep, those are the those are the things that we grabbed this week. Oh, obviously, and then we're going to talk about it a little bit more. But we got the uh, Macho Man, the uh, San Diego Comic Con exclusive. 
Okay, let's get into that real quick because that was on, was that Tuesday? Tuesday morning mm-hmm. it went on sale at uh, noon. Entertainment and, Earth. <laughs> yes, I was going to make a joke on Twitter that the, like just complaining to them and just I was going to tweet them and just say, hey, well, it's fucked up that the people on the West Coast get at 9 a.m. We have to wait till noon to get this and just see how, oh many, see how many people just shit on me. And, and now oh. I just I was like, oh, I can't, I can't, I can't do this. I can't bring this negativity into my life. Or, yeah, no, because you know, I mean, no, but people half cannot, the people, people wouldn't cannot, know it was a joke. No, they did. They do not read sarcasm very well. I, I see it every day on Chick Foley when I'm like, I mean, I'm like, should I have to put ha ha after every caption that I write? Because people are like, oh, oh that's not right. <laughs> yeah, I know, and like, like, and I'm like, oh my god. And then when I say, I'll be like, dude, it's a joke, and they'll be like, oh, it's a joke, huh? Yeah, you just, you're just stupid. You're just stupid because you got called out. I'm like, oh okay. my god, blockmaster. There you go. There you go. Um. <laughs> So yeah, I was um, in my car and in between stores, and uh, I was like watching my phone, like watching the clock as like a like a hawk. And it was like I walked into the store like twenty minutes before noon. And I was like, okay, let me just bang this out, go in here, see what they need. And this dude was asking me like a hundred questions. I get, to, I was like looking at my clock, it was like eleven fifty six, and I like cut him off like mid sentence, like, all right, man, I gotta get going. I'll talk to you later. <laughs> just like walked out the door, <laughs> like the cartoon where like the little cloud of smoke is still there, but the person's gone. Uh, so I get into my car. And it's like 11.56 or 57, and one of the good brothers from the uh, Baltimore Leeds squad said, hey, it's live, it's live, it's live, go, go, go. Mm-hmm. So it was live like a couple minutes before, and I had um, done my due diligence to set up an account on the website like the night before. Yeah, and I uh, was able just to go in and, and click the link. I, I, I grabbed a couple of them and I checked out. And it sounded like people had some problems. Um, oh, yours truly. After that, yeah. <laughs> what happened with you? So we were, we were obviously traveling on the road. We set an alarm, everything again, you know, we're, this isn't our first like big drop. Like we, we were sneaker collectors for, for many years. We know, we know how these things work, right? Like, you know, you gotta be on there. You gotta be hitting the refresh. You gotta be like, you know, fingers ready, um, to, to kind of grab these limited exclusive things. Um, so we were on there again, same as you, we saw it went live a couple of minutes early and we we're like, holy crap. So we get it. We click the link, we get it in the cart. We get, you know, all of our stuff, like, all, you know, everything's filled out pay, payment information and whatnot. And then I hit place order and I get the freaking R2D2 of doom. Like it was like, it was like, it was like error. You know, this page is unavailable. And I was like, Oh my God. So I kept refreshing, kept refreshing. Um, And we're driving through like the mountains of West Virginia. So I'm thinking any moment we're going to go into a service hole where like, we're not going to have any service for God knows how long. Right. So anyway, kept refreshing, kept refreshing. Um, kept pulling it up. I was going on Twitter to see what was going on and whatnot. Um, thankfully, good brother, um, Chick Foley, mega fan, Mike Lanham. Love, love, love Mike Lanham for this. He was like, hey, I got a tip. Don't use the, when you go to Entertainment Earth, don't use the San Diego, or the um, Macho Man link that's like posted on the homepage. Go to the San Diego Comic-Con banner at the top, click that, and then click the, um, what are you popping over there? Jesus Christ. Sorry, it's a Hasbro. I'm sorry. Oh my God. It was like, piercing i hope you guys at home did not hear that um so i clicked the san diego comic-con um uh link and then it it added to the car and i finally freaking checked out with it lo and behold we didn't realize we had like added like you know in the process of like going and adding to the cart and getting locked out and getting the site crash we had added like five of them to our cart so we checked out and i was like holy shit we just ordered like five of these things <laughs> um oh, nice. so did you get did you get all five did you get like the email confirmation 
Well, we got email confirmation. Anyway, we, we went ahead and placed a single order and called and like canceled because like, they're going to go to my mother-in-law's house anyway. So like, you know, if they were coming here, you know, if we had a house here and like we could send them out, but I'm like, dude, I'm not trying to deal with all this, like getting those five figures shipped out here and then yeah. ship, you know, whatever we're trying to do with them or whatever. Um, so we went ahead and called entertainment earth and like canceled that order and made sure that we had everything figured out this, the guy, the guy on the other line, like the customer service guy was super helpful, super friendly. So have, I have nothing bad to say about them except for their website needs better servers. If they're going to be doing shit like this. Yeah. I, uh, I think I called it on this show. Like when they announced that it was going to be on this website, cause I had never heard of this website and I got a bunch of people saying, oh, it's a big website. They sell all kinds of stuff. Yeah. Of course it, it crashed like in four minutes. <laughs> After like twelve oh four, it crashed, and luckily a lot of people were able to grab them. I think there was like a you know, if you clicked on the direct link, it took you there pretty easily. But if you went to their main page, it was messing up, like you said. Um, and then there were some people on like Twitter that were complaining. They, they, they got the figure, and they were still complaining about like you know having to do this. Like, come on, man! Like, well, you can't just like just walking into the store and getting everything is not fun. Like, this is like. You know, if you didn't get it, oh, well, it's a freaking toy and uh, you got one. So stop complaining, you know? Yes, dude. I mean, I like I get like I said, I'm so primed for this because like I, you know, over the, the past decade, I've done so many like limited releases and like things, whether it's sneakers, whether it's action figures, whether it's, you know, toys, whatever, um, that I've just gotten so freaking good at it um, that usually, you know, usually it pays off in my favor. But when it doesn't, I'm like, dude, I can't be mad. You know what I mean? I mean, there's so many outlines factors like I mean people have bots people have all these things right that you're you're just hoping that you that you get in there and you know and some people don't set themselves up for success you know what I mean like like you said you went in the day before you created an account you put in all your information you put in all your billing information like if you're sitting there typing out your address while you're trying to order these things you're done yeah you're done thankfully I feel like there was a there was a quite a bit of stock in this a lot more than I thought originally was going to be there like they they stayed live for a, for a while um I thought they were going to sell out like almost immediately well, but people were getting they stayed live their, for a while their pre-orders were canceled oh well, I didn't so, realize that yeah like, like later and like people that were ordering later because yeah it was crazy that they were still up there for a while and people like later that night I got an email like, I'm sorry, your, you know, your pre-order has been canceled because we don't have enough stock. So, yeah, it just wasn't handled well. They had the, the minimum is like eight, eight of mm-hmm. them. So people could order yeah. up to eight. I don't know who was doing that. But, you know, I'm sure there's some scalpers or people that have stores and things like that that might be ordering that many. I don't know. But, you know, I, I mean, I didn't do anything besides just set up the account. I just went in there the night before, you know, that morning. I just luckily I saw, you know, one of my buddies saw it before, uh, before noon. I think it was good brother Brandon. And, um, we, we got it. So we have a couple coming and one of my buddies couldn't get in. So I'm just going to give him the extra one. I, I don't know why, but maybe order two. I was like, yeah, let me just get two. I know I'm going to like, maybe you would need mm-hmm. it. You or Seth would need it or somebody, you know, there's always gonna be somebody that's going to need it that I'm going to want to give it to. Oh, I know. Well, I was like panicking because you were like, oh, got mine. And I was like, son of a bitch. I was like, get back in there. Get another one. <laughs> um, because I had gotten that message from you as we were like struggling to get to get everything done. But uh, yeah, like I said, we got it. Lots of our Chick Foley fam got it. I was looking at the Facebook page um, and lots of people were like, got mine, got mine, you know. And I think there's going to be another drop, um, you know, ringside I've, I've heard is getting um, is getting a some of them for after San Diego Comic-Con. So, you know, stay on the lookout for that. And there were so many of them. Like I said, guys, I mean, the limit was eight. So these things are going to be out there. So just keep checking your resale market and things like that. Let it cool off a little bit, but, you know, keep checking. It's not, all hope is not lost if you did not get this pre-order. Well, I do have some breaking news on that uh, subject because I reached out to, I did my, I put my investigative journalist hat on and I reached out to uh, Ringside Collectibles, a.k.a. I just sent them a DM 
<laughs> and I said, Are you guys, can, can you confirm that you're going to be selling the Slim Jim Macho Man? And they said, we cannot confirm that right now. So that doesn't mean they're not selling it or they will sell it, I would assume. Um, yeah. But um, if they're not going to say, maybe it just depends on how much you know this, this website sells and how much they sell at Comic-Con. So I don't, I don't know if that's a guarantee or not. I would assume they are because they tend to get everything. Mm-hmm. So we will see. Yeah. But, um, you know, they're, they're on eBay now. I mean, if you want it, if you want one, spend a little bit more for it. I mean, they were 30 bucks. If you can get one for 60 bucks on eBay, it's, you know, it sucks, but yeah. Or, or if you can be patient and wait like two months, maybe they show up for, you know, 30 bucks again at ringside. So we'll see. For sure. And if you missed that on that, didn't you have some news about Chase Mabel, um, being, you know, Back on the market. I did. One of the the good brothers from the Baltimore Lee squad just sent a message while we were prepping for the show here that it was uh, back up on Ringside Collectibles uh, for the Chase Mabel. I think it was like thirty four bucks. Uh, nice. So a little bit a little bit more than their normal elites, but uh, probably because they know it's going to be a pretty hard figure to get. And um, yeah, uh, I I have the normal one. I like the normal one. So mm-hmm. I don't know the you know I think the normal one has the M on the chest, whereas the the chase has the lightning bolts. But uh, yeah, I mean you know rings. I just got my order from uh, Ringside today. I guess I can go. You you've done all your. I'm, stuff? I'm done. Okay, yep, you're I'm tapped, tapped out. <laughs> I I got my pre order. Well, I pre ordered Ringside from Ringside the uh, Retro Series Ten. Got those delivered today. I got two of the diesels and one of each of the others. So. I'll be opening that up for the Patreon subscribers on a uh, unboxing video in the next week or so. They look, they look beautiful, and um, yeah, so get that done. And uh, my bro- my good brother Darius ordered uh, some uh, some pre orders for me as well. He got the Ali and the Ricochet pre order for me. He did like a big order on Ringside, so that's always good if you got, awesome. if you got buddies that uh, are going to put an order in. We always just kind of tag team on stuff because you save on shipping, and then when you put a mm-hmm. promo code in. You know, you get, you know, 10% off 200 is a lot more than 10% off 100. You know, I, I, took, sure. I took algebra. I know that shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I got, so I got Ali and Ricochet from the Elite 69, I think it is. And uh, the SmackDown pop-up stage and the uh, Jeff Hardy SummerSlam basic for the for the kid. So I have all that coming in uh, a little bit. I'm, I'm nice. going to start doing this more more often, not just because Ringside is, is partnering with us or sponsoring us or anything, but... You know, people complain about the stock in the, in the stores and waiting for stuff and, you know, not seeing stuff land. I've had pretty good uh, luck with everything, Sheena. But if I know I want these, I'm not going to bother spending an extra 10 bucks. And I know some people can't do that. That's fine. And it's, you know, it's not a big deal. If if we could all drive Lamborghinis, we would. But, you know, some of us right. like me, I drive a CRV because I'm a poor piece of shit. But uh, <laughs> I got enough money for wrestling figures and I knew I would want to buy these too. So I went ahead and pre-ordered them. So. First of all, never talk crap about a Honda. Hondas oh, are, yeah. yeah, dude, Hondas are the best car, hands down. You can say you want to drive a Lamborghini. They're not sexy, but, but they're definitely reliable as shit. That's for sure. Hell to the yes. Hondas for, I'm a Honda fan for life. Um, but yeah, same, same, same. Like, you know, at this point in my life, especially, I mean, shoot, I'm about to have, you know, two, two baby faces. So, you know, my days of trolling Walmart at midnight, just kind of like going on a random fig hunt, um, are probably getting few and far between. So if I can just order it and have it come to my freaking mailbox, um, that's what I'm going to do, you know? So Again, I, I love to figure hunting stores. I love to see what's out there. But, you know, we all know distribution kind of sucks right now. So, you know, take what you got while you got it and don't complain about it. You know what I mean? Like if, you, if your figures are available somewhere and you really, really want that figure, pull the trigger on it because you're going to be pissed when it's gone. You know, you're, you're going to I'm telling you right now, you're going to be so much more pissed that you didn't just like 
spend the extra when it's gone and it's only available on eBay in the freaking, you know, aftermarket than if you had just spent the, the a little extra money up front. You know what I mean? Oh, hundred percent. Yeah. I don't mind it at all. I mean, if, you know, if there's something that I'm like kind of torn, like, eh, I don't know if I'm going to get this or not. I'll wait to see it. Like the Velveteen dream, I'll probably end up buying, but I'm going to wait for that to show up in stores. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's, it's just, you know, like you said, if you really want something, you go ahead and go ahead and get it. So, uh, mm-hmm. I also got the, uh, Jeff Hardy elite 67, the, the regular, the, the orange and blue face paint for the kid. Because, oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, good brother Brandon had bought it and had an extra and I was like yeah. he's like do you want this 20 bucks man I was like oh, god damn it yeah I'll take it yeah, like, <laughs> take what am it. I gonna say because I'll probably end up buying it anyway so I, yeah. I took that off his hands uh, we had a new Ollie's open up here big news in Baltimore another Ollie's opening up and uh, one of the other one of the Baltimore Lee squad brothers good brother Chris was there in line like an hour before they opened he and um, he he found some cool elites. They had the entire SummerSlam elite set with the uh, the Dean Ambrose, Seth Rollins, Edge, and Matt Hardy. They were like nine ninety nine. So I was like, dude, grab me one of each. Oh uh, my gosh, I can't remember where where we were. We, I guess it had to be in Bowling Green, um, where I, we saw our first Ollies. Oh, and nice. Seth, he, I went to the I went to the grocery store while Seth was. He was like, let me run into Ollies real quick. And uh, he came back and he was like, that store is garbage. You know, it's so garbage. But <laughs> if they didn't have wrestling figures, it, it would be like you couldn't give me, you couldn't let me do like a free like shopping spree in there. It's just awful. Oh my gosh. I, I wish like after hearing him describe it, I was like, man, I wish I would have just went in there just oh, to like, yeah. see. it's like poor people, like knock off food and like nothing name brand, like, you know, all like the worst, like, like books. Like, I mean, you can find some like books for the kids, like, you know, just like superhero books and stuff, but like, it's all like knock off crap. It's yeah. It's not even <laughs> worth even going in. That's pretty. And it's pretty random that they have, wrestling figures like that just blows my mind that a place like that has action figures yeah i don't know if they're partnered with like uh depart like you know once target and walmart get done with stuff if they send it there first or five below or if they're owned by the same company i don't i don't know how that works but uh yeah i mean the one by us the one there's like two or three other ones that are by us and they each have like 100 kamalas and 100 sid psycho sids so if you if anyone listening needs those I will buy them for you if you want like a case of Kamalas. If you're building like a Kamala World Order or something, I will uh, I will take care of you, dude. Nice. Um, uh, for some reason, I saw pop up on my Amazon app the Elite Defining Moments USA Sting for twelve ninety nine, and I bought. I don't. Even, I need no desire to buy that, but I just thought that was a good price, so I bought it. Mm-hmm. And. Um, what else did I get? Uh, oh, uh, I finished up my, hopefully finished up my Kurt Angle collection. I think I have a couple more things to buy, but I wanted one Jax item. So I got a Jax Kurt Angle Sunday Night Heat Series 11. And I just, you know, I just did a search Kurt Angle Jax and looked like a cool, like I, I've never, I had never owned a single Jax figure in my life. This is the first Jax figure I'll ever own. Um, skipped that whole period of time. I don't know. I was super into wrestling during the Attitude Era, but I don't know if I was just, too cool for wrestling figures because i had all the hasbros i must have just taken a break i don't really remember yeah at that point in time like it it wasn't like it is now you know what i mean like at that point in time like i don't think being a nerd was quite cool yet you know i mean i was a nerd but it definitely wasn't cool yeah yeah you know what i mean like like you know now like now being a nerd is kind of like 
in, you know, people like try to be nerdy. And I'm like, back then it was like, you, you kind of hid your, you didn't, you didn't wave your nerd flag yeah, super yeah. high, you know? Uh, so I, I have, uh, the, it's funny that you just mentioned Jeff Hardy. Sorry to interrupt you, but no. it's funny that you just mentioned uh, elite 67 Jeff Hardy, because as I'm sitting here, a notification popped up on my Amazon. It says that my elite 67 Jeff Hardy and my elite 67, uh, Randy Orton that apparently heel husband ordered will arrive on Friday. <laughs> so it's funny that uh, those will be, we'll be getting those. So we'll be talking about those probably on the next episode. Yeah. We, uh, it's, we, we talked about this, me and Brand, my buddy Brandon over the weekend. Like I think the Amazon, on. Amazon is going to ship these before they end up in stores and he got his you're going to get yours um yeah which is crazy like the, they they were they're usually like a month behind on that kind of stuff so the fact that we haven't seen these in stores yet I mean they're still on here I mean I'm looking at them right now the one the two that you got they're 19.99 free mm-hmm. shipping like you know yeah I don't know why gonna, I mean be here on Friday. You can't, don't get much better than that, dude. Yeah, I mean that's the series with uh, Rey Mysterio, right? Uh, Rey Mysterio and Cedric Alexander. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, late sixty-seven. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I'm gonna I'm gonna keep my eyes peeled on there too. I can't can't beat that, man. I mean they don't have the best shipping method over at Amazon for wrestling figures. They just kind of throw shit in a box and ship it out. But uh, you know, if you're like if you're a Lucy collector like you, you know, you're in heaven. Oh yeah, for real. Yeah, you don't have to worry about like I'm not worried about the boxes getting messed up. <laughs> yep. Uh, so that was it. Well, I also stopped into. Uh, I don't know if I've talked about this life hack on the show here. I think I have, but I'm. I, it's it bears repeating that that uh, they have Dollar Tree has like Hallmark greeting cards for two for a dollar. So I got two okay. Father's Day cards for a dollar. Whereas I would usually go to like a Hallmark store and spend like four ninety nine on on fucking greeting cards, which is this is my my biggest pet peeve in life is buying you know a card that someone reads for fifteen seconds and spending five dollars on it. And I'm not no, I, I know. I'm not cheap, but I mean like that's like oh god, this is the worst. This person doesn't even want this card. Um, I know. But they had these Legends Wall Walkers um, WWE figures that uh, I picked up, and they have like. Nine different people. They have uh, Ric Flair, Sting, the Macho Man, Stone Cold, Bret Hart, Shawn Michaels, the Ultimate Warrior, Undertaker, and Kurt Angle. So they're basically like a like a little sticky person that you can throw against the wall, and they kind of like slowly fall down the wall and stick to them. And, oh you know, wow! My yeah, son, yeah, my yeah. son loves them, and like they had the Kurt Angle. I was like, man, I gotta get one to get to add to my Kurt Angle collection and just like have with all the other figures so like i bought like a handful of them like five or six of them i was like oh they're a dollar each whatever uh, hopefully like i'm getting i'm gonna get the kurt angle in this six the first one i open is kurt angle i'm like oh fuck now we have five of these oh. random wall walkers so um i'll probably I'll, so, well, next time i send somebody a figure off of twitter i'll just package a couple of these in with it but uh don't yeah. worry it'll be be covered in cat hair in no time. Oh, I'm sure. Well, yeah, the cat is the, coming. The cat is, you know, cat update is coming. The cat is coming home this weekend, I guess. So we'll see how long it nice. stays here. Yeah, I just remember all those like sticky, um, those sticky things. Like remember the little sticky slap hands and all those things. Like every time, like you, they get like dirt and like hair and all those things oh, on yeah, them, and you're like, yeah. oh, this is disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so that yeah, that was my haul for the week. Um, pretty pretty good stuff. Yeah. And uh, I want to hear from you guys mm-hmm. if you have anything cool that you pick up. We'd love to get tweets and Facebook posts from you guys if you pick up a nice haul of stuff from a thrift store or a yard sale or from Walmart or Target. Hit us up. You know, post it to our Twitter. We'd love to hear from you. Also, on mm-hmm. the flip side, if you go to a Walmart or Target 
and uh, they have just like one random Nakamura hanging on the pegs. Just do the the hashtag do better Walmart or hashtag do better Target, and uh, we love to see that stuff. And we always uh, sure. tweet those stores and tell them how bad they suck because they're losing out on money. <laughs> For sure, for sure. Um, so are that you you tapped out? That's I'm what you got. Out. That's, that's, all, that's good, all. Yeah. Come on, that's enough, yeah. right? Jeez. Yeah. Oh, that that was a pretty good weekly haul. I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna lie. But um, speaking of, you were talking about the slap hands that like you know brought back all the nostalgia feel or like the little sticky wall walkers. Um, this random merch of the week brings back uh, a little bit of nostalgia feels. So the random merch of the week is this 1998 NGA Entertainment WWF Stone Cold Steve Austin electronic LC handheld game um do you remember these guys like all i mean they weren't all wrestling there were several different wrestling variety ones i mean they had like you know kane and like all these different ones are like from the mid to late 90s and i mean they were like the crappiest little lcd games like you know it's like wanted to be like a game boy but it only had like one game and it kind of sucked um but they came out in like all different themes i mean there would be like a bug's life or just like a generic soccer game oh, yeah. or generic... I, I had a bunch of them man i loved them as a kid you know like long road trips with my parents i had like the shinobi or whatever you know like a little baseball yeah. game i never had a wrestling one but that's yeah so they had several different wwf branded ones um but this one specifically is you know branded stone cold steve austin it's got pictures of stone cold steve austin on it i mean they literally it's just got a d-pad and like a joystick um, is is all you have on these on these type of button or on these type of games? But um, you guys who are living in the you know Xbox um, Xbox One PlayStation era, you guys are so lucky because like this is what we were dealing with like these little eight bit LCD games. Um, they would like crap out on you, and sometimes if you like hit the screen too hard, like the ink would break. <laughs> It would make like those little ink, ink blots across the screen, um, and stuff like that. But uh, I just remember getting these, like you know, not necessarily wrestling ones, but just like different ones, and like my Christmas stockings, or like somebody would always get one for like my birthday. It was like <laughs> the thing to get a kid in like the mid mid nineties because they were fairly cheap, fairly inexpensive for like I mean for a handheld gaming device. Um, so yeah, and this one is only seventeen eighty nine plus free shipping. So you can get uh, you can get that in his thirty day return. So if you get it and you realize you know you don't really like it, you can return it within thirty days. Seventeen eighty nine. Is it is it a picture like does it have a picture of Goldberg? I mean, uh, Stone Cold with sunglasses on the left side of it. Yes. Okay, and yes. it says and okay. I just put an offer on one. There was one on here for seven ninety nine. And I, mm. I did a I did an offer make an offer for five ninety nine free shipping. So I mean, hey, listen, the the kid will love it if it still works. I mean, it's from the nineties. So yeah, I mean ninety seven. Yeah, I don't know if it'll mm-hmm. work, but uh, that's a, that's a pretty good deal. For sure, it probably cost him more to ship that than it would. Yeah, than he's, yeah. Even, he's than definitely he's, he's definitely sending that in a bubble wrap mailer. Mm-hmm. He's not <laughs> he's not sending that FedEx. He's not doing the Marco. <laughs> absolutely not um but yeah i thought that was a pretty random like it, like i said when i saw it i was just like oh my god that brings back so many feels because i had so many of those different games and then back when i was a kid we had tamagotchis um you know i think it was more of a girl thing you probably don't remember tamagotchis but like oh, my they were sister like had one yeah yeah they were like little creatures like electronic creatures that you had to like feed and bathe and you know keep alive um and they're the same type of thing <laughs> I, uh, I forgot to mention at the beginning of the show, our buddy Marco Denton, MVP Marco Denton, was a guest on a podcast. Uh, Dan Man Figures YT on Twitter started his own podcast. And I think it's just Dan Man Podcast. There's no space between Dan and man. 
And uh, he was the very first guest of the Dan Man podcast series, and I think he's just oh, wow. he's just getting random like you know fig community folks onto his podcast, and uh, it's a pretty good listen. I mean, you know, we've had Marco on the show before; we're going to have him again. But it was cool to hear Marco out there, you know, interacting with somebody else. So uh, if you know, you know, give uh, give Dan a, a listen. He's a local; I think he's like fifteen or sixteen, a little high school kid. But uh, you know, he's deep in the fig game, and you know, he's the next generation. After me and you move on and uh, start yep. collecting Hummel figurines or something, he'll still be here. <laughs> That's so true. That's so awesome. Congrats, Marco, on being the guest, and congrats for starting your podcast dreams, man. You know, no, you never know what can happen. And I did. Oh, sorry. Decide to do a podcast. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a, it's a lot of work, but uh, you know, it's a labor of love for us. You know, it's always fun. It's one of the highlights of my weekend mm-hmm. to talk to you about you know wrestling toys. Uh, and for I for- sure. I forgot to mention at the top of the show we have two new Patreons, and both of these might be the two hardest Patreon names that I've ever had to read. So bear with uh-huh. me, and I don't want to butcher these too much. Uh, there's Chris. Anayanis, that one, that one's probably pretty good. I probably nailed nailed that one, Chris. If I didn't tell me out, yeah. And uh, the the Greek superstar Chris Ayanis, yeah. Oh, I messed it up the second time. Oh man. my god! And I also Christian Tols Tolsniski, 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 Tolsniski. Wow, that could be like a wrestler, like a like yeah. Schnitzky's brother, Tolnischki. They would they would just get rid of his last name and he would just have one one name. Christian, you know? you've already have, we already have a Christian. You can't do that. Oh, they they would yeah they would just give him a name. He would just be Chris. Christian two Yeah. Uh, so Chris and Christian, thank you guys. We appreciate you. Hope you enjoy the stuff we're coming out with. We have some more boxing videos coming. We have that um, special. Me and Seth are going to do that top five best wrestling video games of all time so stay tuned for that but let's get into our retro wrestling recommendation of the week and uh this is what some people might call the best match in wrestlemania history what maybe made you pick this one so um you know i'll guess i'll go ahead and spill the beans it's a macho man versus ricky the dragon steamboat from ricky steamboat from wrestlemania 3 um iconic match i mean if you've never seen this match you just need to go just need to go check it out because it's it's just incredible i mean you cannot go wrong with macho man and ricky steamboat but um since macho man was kind of like the talk of the figure world this weekend with his uh with yeah with his release of uh you know the san diego comic-con exclusive i was like man i gotta pick a macho man match and what better Macho Man match to pick than one of the most iconic, um, you know, iconic matches of all time? I mean, this was just like, this just kind of like redefined what it, what a mid card title match could be. Do you know what I mean? And what it meant to to fight for those, you know, if you weren't in the the heavyweight title picture, like what it meant to fight for those, like the Intercontinental Championship, and it's just. It's just a clinic, and like like he said, it's one. It's you know, among wrestling fans, it's it's noted as one of the best WrestleMania matches of all time. So, get on your network, go watch it. It's 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 amazing. Yeah, if you haven't seen that match, it is one of the best. It's definitely one of the top five WrestleMania matches of all time, and probably one of the better matches you'll ever see. Definitely go check that mm-hmm. out. And I'm on the WrestleMania three Wikipedia page. This is this will show you how different it was back in 1987. You know how they have like the the chronological order of pay per views, like what came before yeah. this, what came after it. So this is WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. The pay per view after this is Survivor Series in November. 
<laughs> yeah. It's like it's like the back in the back in the day, you know, I mean, there's like, you know, that's why they call them the big four pay-per-views, right? Like, I mean, there only used to be like four pay-per-views per year. Um, and I mean, granted, I mean, I like having I like having more frequent pay-per-views, but I do feel like we could stretch it out a little bit further and, you know, build some storylines, um, you know, to, to back like like back in the old the good old days. Yeah, I agree. But uh, yeah, this was a, a golden time for wrestling. This is a, you know Hulk Hogan versus Andre the Giant, the main event, you know, the Pontiac Silverdome, the you know ninety three thousand fans. This is uh, quite a show, and this is kind of the the the, the pin- pinnacle of kind of the Hulk Hogan era. I feel like this is like mm-hmm. the late eighties. Uh, you know, still twelve mm-hmm. matches on this card, but uh, you know it's really highlighted by. Yeah. Uh, Steamboat and Savage, and then Hogan versus Andre, and uh, yeah, yeah. Some, you know, Steamboat def- and Savage was the longest match on the card. It was, I mean, only only thing that was um, you know even close was Hogan versus Andre at twelve minutes, and Ricky Ricky the Dragon, or Ricky the Steamboat, and Randy Savage was uh, fourteen minutes and thirty five seconds. Yeah, you don't have anything over fifteen minutes on this thing, Dan. That's, mm-hmm. a, that's a short show. Pretty crazy, right? Yeah, no, no, twenty five minute Triple H match. That's for sure. <laughs> that, it, that we got plenty of those though in the in the old uh, in the old vault. Uh, let's get to our listener mail. We have two questions this evening for from the listeners. Yeah. So we got one coming in from our home, Cody Baker. He says, "I'm somewhat new to figure collecting game. I really enjoy your show every week and the awesome stuff you guys do. My question is, what was the first figure that started it all for you guys? For for your guys' collection, much love, Phil. Do you remember your like the first figure that got you into? And you know, I, I would even say take it back so far as if it's not even a wrestling figure. Like, what figure got you started with like toy collecting? Yeah, for sure. And this is kind of a weird story. And uh, when my son was born, uh, my, bu- my good buddy Billy, who I've been you know I've worked with you know for a long time and good friends with, he bought my son the Defining Moments Undertaker, and I had you know totally been out of I was watching wrestling pretty casually uh, this was like you know, obviously five years ago or so I was still watching but you know I didn't I don't know if I even had the network or you know was pretty kind of just sticking to pay-per-views wasn't watching Raw or Smackdown and but yeah you know, we were both huge Undertaker fans he bought this for my son and uh you know just as like kind of a joke gift and he was obviously a baby's not gonna be playing with a fucking Undertaker toy but uh <laughs> he still has it now and it was like I just remember, like, yeah, this is, like, a cool-ass, like, looking, like, the package. Like, this is not how I remember, mm-hmm. like, wrestling figures looking. This is, like, badass. This is so, like, realistic looking. And I just had it, like, in his room as a kid. Like, you know, I would just look at it like, oh, man, just, I forgot about this. You know, then we eventually, and it was one or, you know, two years old, we opened it up. And that was his first wrestling figure. And I pulled out some of my old ones. And then, you know, we started buying him some. And now it's, like, you know, gets home from daycare. And the first thing he wants to do is either wrestle with me on our bed or play with his wrestlers or play with the wrestler video game or draw wrestlers. And it's like, you know, it's just consumed his life as, as now it's taken over my life. So in in a good way, obviously, but uh, that was, you know, that's what got me back into things. I would say that's what kickstarted it. Yeah, that is a super dope figure. And like you said, it's just one of those things. Like when you see something like that, you're like, man, yeah, these don't look like the wrestling figures from from my childhood. Yeah. Uh, um. So you know, if you guys have been listening to the show very long, you'll guys you will know that when um, Hill Husband and I got into figure collecting, I mean, obviously Hill Husband goes way way back. I mean, ever since he was a child. Well, you know, obviously we talked about it on the, you know, in Hill Husband's house um, segments that we did while we were home in Kentucky. But um, 
I mean, he's been collecting action figures since he was a child myself. I mean, I was always grew up in a family of boys. There was always, you know, wrestling action figures around. I wasn't like, I didn't specifically um, collect wrestling action figures as a kid, but when heel husband and I got back into collecting, we collect, we collected Jack's classic superstar. So when we, when we got back into the product, um, we were like, you know, collecting, collecting figures again. And we got into Jack's classic superstars and we got that series one, um, Bret Hart. That was probably, I think that was the first action figure that we got, um, when we got back into collecting and, you know, we built a, a pretty good little Jack's collection in a short period of time. And then we realized like, you know, if you want to know the, the figure that started it all for our Mattel, our current expansive Mattel collection, it was the elite 28 Bray Wyatt, um, we only got that because it was, it was the Bray Wyatt figure. We were going to WrestleMania. We were going to meet Bray Wyatt at, um, at access, you know, heel husband had him and my, our friend Jordan had a, you know, signing that they were going to go to and he wanted to, he wanted to get a figure signed. So he got the elite 28 Bray Wyatt, super amazing figure. I love, love, love that Bray Wyatt figure. Um, and then once he had the Mattel in hand, cause he'd always said, you know, the Jacks were better than the Mattel and whatnot. But then once he had the Mattel elite in hand, he was like, oh, my God, like, this is an amazing figure. Like, these are actually really dope. Um, and so after that, we sold off the entire Jack's collection and then started from square one collecting collecting Mattels. And obviously, like you as you guys have known, if you've seen the Mark Cave, like it escalated pretty quickly. That's an awesome story. Yeah. I mean, you guys kind of went all in from there for sure. But uh, yeah, it's yeah. cool to hear about how people got into stuff like this because, you know, we definitely, most of us anyway, collected as kids and probably took a break around, you know, when when puberty started. And, you know, unlike the major brothers who were collecting and playing with figures in high school and stuff, props to those guys. Yeah. But, I mean, uh, I had, you know, I had toys and I loved toys as a kid. I didn't, like I said, I didn't have specifically like wrestling figures. My brother had wrestling figures, but I mean, I had like tons of different toys. I mean, you know, obviously I had, I had Barbies and all things that, you know, most, most normal girls have. And then I, I had a ton of, I, I mean, I'm kind of ashamed to say how many Happy Meals I had eaten and how many like Happy Meals toys that I had over the years. Like those little, like I love to collect like the little, each one, you know, like you would go each week and they would change the, the, um, Happy Meal toy. Like that was like something that was really into um and then as an adult I, I collected pops that was like the first thing that i collected was pops and i got a sheldon a sheldon pop from big bang theory um that was the very first pop that i ever got and that really kind of started my pop collection <clears throat> that was like 2012 i think but then yeah then we started a wrestling collection and we kind of just we kind of just really went all in on that yeah i've uh, i've been i've dabbled in pops here and there i have I think four. I have like a. I'm trying to do like a Mount Rushmore of wrestling. I don't want to get too far into it, but I have a Hogan, Savage, yeah. Warrior, and Bret Hart. I think I'm gonna. I think I might get a flare and just stop there and just do like a, a top five. Yeah. But uh, yeah, yeah, well, you know the thing about the thing about pops is I really had to I really had to like cut my pop collection like because it's a it's a rabbit hole. There is like there's no way that you can get all the pops. You know what I mean? Like it's, they're not like they're not like Pokemon. Like you can't collect them all. Like you really have to na narrow your interests. And somebody like myself who's into so many different TV shows, so many different movies, so many different things, um, it's impossible to keep up. And they come up with so many different variations and the chases and you know the little the little sets and the accessories and all the things. Um, so then I just cut it off and i was like i'm only gonna collect horror pops um and wwe like i, I got rid of most all of my other pops i sold them at a yard sale and then you know I, I was like i gotta stick to two lines because beyond that like it's a freaking rabbit hole oh 100 yeah it's uh 
Definitely tough. And I mean, I feel like every every TV show, I mean, I saw like they're coming out with the, the Office ones now and they have like every, oh, everything yeah. you can think of and you could never, you could never just get like everything. So it's tough. No. And they're also awesome. Like I said, I mean, I love so many things. I'm like, bucks, oh my right God. Too, I love so makes it- yeah. Then they're, exactly. They're fairly cheap. You can find them every freaking where. And then when you love stuff like Game of Thrones, where there's like 18 million characters or like Star Wars, where there's like so many freaking different characters. Oh my God. The possibilities are endless. So yeah, all you guys out there that are like diligent pop collectors, like I feel like those are going to be like the beanie babies of this generation. You know oh, what I mean? Oh, Remember yeah. like yeah. all the, all the beanie baby hoarders of the nineties. I feel like all, I feel like pops are going to be like that. Like at some point we're just gonna be like, holy shit, why did we collect all these plastic bobblehead figures? You know what I mean? Like these like bubbleheads. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like if you have one that's worth something now, you'd rather just sell it now than, than hold on to it for now. Hell yeah. Don't don't wait for it to become like baseball cards. Um, go ahead and unload that shit right now. Um, we have a um, email come in from the MVP himself. He says, hello, my favorite people. I want to continue the trend of getting to know the hosts of this fine show. We're all human. Uh, first and foremost, there are things that we love and things that we can't stand. I asked you guys a while back, what are some things that make you happy besides wrestling and fig collection? So my question for you both this time around is what are some, if any, are your pet peeves? Thank you for being your true selves. And as always, podcast team in all space and time peace out so phil you already touched on one of your one of your pet peeves this episode so you have any other pet peeves that like stand out to you uh off the top of my head the number one is people that wear sunglasses inside i cannot fucking stand (laughs) it when people do that that is my least favorite thing of all time it's the douchiest thing you can probably do that is so random, but so freaking hilarious. Um, oh my gosh, pet peeves. I know I have so many, but uh, not the, like, uh, let me think off the top of my head. The, uh, I also ahead. hate when, when old people like walk into a store and just stop right in the middle of like wherever, where everyone's walking. That's another thing that people do at Walmart all the time. Just like get two feet past the door and just like stop and like, you know. <laughs> Uh, oh my god oh you know what uh, one of my okay so one of my pet peeves is when people do not follow like parking lot protocol do you know what i mean like people who are like going the wrong way up the one up the one way like parking lot or people yeah. who are like try, try to like back into these like impossible spaces or like they put their big ass car in a compact spot like that is like a pet peeve to me i'm like parking lots are not that hard people like Let's just, and you know, parking lots are also a trigger for my anxiety. I don't know why, but like I get like super high anxiety in like parking situations. Oh yeah. That's <laughs> I know. the worst. It's, it's very strange. It's yeah, it's very strange. But, um, so when people don't follow parking lot protocol, that really bothers me. Also, you know what bothers me? Like this is like more on a deeper level. People that lie, you know, yeah. like I fucking, I fucking hate people that just like lie for no reason. You know, like, I'm like, why, why are you lying right now? You know? Um, and I know a lot of people who just like are just such bullshitters and I'm like, okay, you know, and I'm pretty good at like, like, like reading when people are lying. So okay. I'm like, yeah. and I'm not an ass and I'm not an asshole, you know? So I'm like, yeah. I try to just like not let, let it ride. And not, yeah. And not like call them out, but I'm just like, Oh my God, like you're not my people. Uh, another one I thought of is when uh, people like play music on their phone, like they're just walking around somewhere and they just have like music on their phone, like on a speaker phone, uh, just like blaring. Oh bla- that's, that's big up here in Baltimore. Oh my God. I cannot freaking stand that. Like, or people that talk on speakerphone in public places, like, 
Why do you? Why are you talking on speakerphone? The worst. Oh my god! It is the or FaceTime. Freaking... Just walking around FaceTiming, like you know, oh while my you're at god. the grocery store. Like, what do you? Why do you need to see each other right now? What are you doing? Yes. Yeah. Oh my god. So true. Oh my god. If I, I, I could probably think of a million more pet peeves. I'll, yeah, I'll start, let's start a secondary, <laughs> like a spinoff podcast where we just talk about all the things that we hate. I could probably do that for quite a while. Exactly. Yeah. I'll be, I will, I'll be posting some in my, in my Instagram stories. So be on the lookout for that. How about like when you like, uh, like you're hungry, but you can't decide what you want to eat, and then you're just like, I get so like frustrated and like hangry at the same time and my wife is like no help she's the most indecisive person ever so i'm mm-hmm. like oh, i just want like i just want to eat something but nothing is like nothing is jumping out at me and then i just get more and more frustrated and just oh my gosh speaking of frustrating hangry situations another pet peeve of mine is when he'll has been ask him i'll go to the grocery store and i'm like is there anything you want me to get you specifically like anything you want to snack on or you know because i know after i fix dinner like there's going to be a, t- a period of time where he goes to the refrigerator and he's like, cause he stays up late. Like he's a, he's a night owl and he's going to like want something to like snack on. And I'm like, you know, but I don't like to just keep like random shit in the house. Like if we're not going to eat it, you know what I mean? So I ask him specifically, like, what do you want as far as like snacking and like things like that? Oh, nothing. I'm good. I don't need anything. I'm good. I'm like, are you sure? No, I'm good. I'm good. And when I don't get anything, he'll go to the refrigerator at night. He's like, oh, what do we got in here to eat? And I'm like, you motherfucker. <laughs> like, um, I'm like, you, you just told me you did not need nothing to eat. And so then I'm like, well, what do you want me to fix you? No, I'm fine. I don't need anything. I'm like, you just went to the, you got up, you walked to the refrigerator and you had enough, you were hungry enough to like look in there and see if you wanted something like, and now I'm offering to make you something and you, you say you don't want anything like a, a, a rule, a hard and fast rule in our house is to say what you want or take what you get. Like, I'm not, don't expect me to read your mind and I don't expect him to read my mind. Like you have to say what you want or if you don't get it, like then you can't be mad about it. You can't complain about it. You know what I mean? You can't hold an underlying resentment. Yeah. If you don't say what you want, then you can't expect the other person to know. Right. Yep. Yeah. I have, I have the reverse. I I go to the grocery store to grab, like if I need some stuff for, to make dinner that night and I go there and then my wife finds out I went there and like, why didn't you tell me you went there? I need this, 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 and this, and this. I'm like, Oh God. (laughs) Happens every single time or every time. Oh my gosh! I've never See, to, um, to actually, text her and ask her what she wants, but I probably should start doing that. Yeah, definitely. But then, <laughs> but then you get tasked. But then you get tasked, and then that kind of sucks too, because you're like, oh my god, I just wanted to go in and grab a bag of chips. I didn't want to go for I like. I love going to the grocery store for some reason. I fucking love it. Like of, of all the chores I have to do, like I would go to the grocery store every day. I love going to the deli. I love like, you know, especially if it's like a Wegmans and they have like you know a bunch of like. I don't know, cool shit. I guess it's like from working in a restaurant and being around food. I just like, you know, there's so much like all the different cheeses I have and stuff. Not even just to buy stuff. It's just like, you know, if I have to go to any store, yeah, like a I grocery like, store is not, not a bad place to be in. I like to go to good grocery stores. Yeah. I hate going to cra- yeah. I hate going to crappy grocery stores. Like I, grocery shopping is probably one of my least favorite mm. like activities. Um, but if I could just go, if I'm just casually going to a grocery store, like you said, like look at what kind of cheeses they have or what kind of this, you know, like fancy, fancy grocery stores. I freaking love that stuff. But when I'm just going to get the basics, like stuff for meal prep, I'm like, Oh, this is the worst. Yeah, It's nothing fun. Yeah. It's just, you know. yeah. Just, just all the, the necessities. Yep. All right. Well, that's good. Yeah. We want, let, let's hear your pet peeves. What's, what's, what's grinding your gears. You guys let us know. We want to hear from you. Yeah. Let's have a bitch, a bitch for fest, sure. you know? complain about stuff <laughs> yeah right we could have a, a before some before stomping grounds we can have just bitch fest you yeah, know pre-show bitch out. fest just so. like get it out in the universe mm-hmm. and just like you know then we'll get mm-hmm. then we'll be positive for the rest of the night cool 
exactly uh, so you can follow sheena on instagram it's at chick foley you can follow me on twitter at i hate jj reddick and you can follow our show on twitter at chick foley show uh it's ask chick foley at gmail.com and uh, be sure to go and subscribe and review the podcast if you uh, have iTunes or if you don't, uh, Podbean or Google Play or any of those other apps for your Android device will work. It helps us out. We reached, what did we get to like 140 something last week um, yeah. on, on the sports sports charts for the podcast. I, yeah. I randomly, we were probably a little bit higher earlier in the day because we had so many reviews from the contest, but, and then somebody yeah. accused me of uh photoshopping the, the, the ranking. I was like, oh my God, if, if I had enough oh, time in my life to photoshop iTunes rankings, like, like that. Oh my God. Like, that doesn't mean that shit to me. It was just cool that we were that high up. We were, we were above like, exactly. uh, I forget what podcast we were above, but it was we like don't... pro football talk or something or, you know, it was like some yeah. well-known podcasts. <laughs> We don't we don't get a bonus or we don't get paid because we're number one forty one in oh, the freaking yeah. sports sports and recreation podcast. It's just really freaking cool when your podcast like charts. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. But, Screw uh, those guys. Screw uh, anyone that thought you photoshopped that. Fuck them. Go jump off a bridge. Um, yeah, check out our Patreon. Hyper uh, our t shirts are on prowrestlingtees.com. And uh, like I said, we got a bunch of cool stuff coming for Patreon now that Sheena's selling her house next week. Uh, I'm down here in the Fig Cave. We're going to start doing some, uh, I don't know what we'll call them, Rashina, but me and you are just going to watch some matches live together on the network and we're just going to mm-hmm. crack jokes on them or, or the or the opposite. We'll just you know kind of do some commentary for some you know pretty well-known matches. You know, that Macho Man, sure. Ricky Steamboat match comes to mind. I haven't watched that match in a long time, but uh, some good wrestling and bad wrestling will be fun to do some reviews of. So that that's something we can bang out. You know, if we have some time one evening, you know, half an hour here or there, that's some cool extra content we'll start doing for folks. And, um, yeah, that's about it. Well, next week we'll do a recap yeah. of uh, the the Stomping Grounds pay-per-view. And hopefully Sheena has internet uh, hooked up at that time. Yes. At, uh, but congr- Send me all the good vibes. Hey, congrats on, on finding a, a house. And you don't have to be in a hotel. Does the hotel now have a good accommodations where you are in Norfolk? Oh yeah, the breakfast kind of sucks, but um, yeah. it does have a uh, it does have a you know we have a suite, so we have a, a sleeping room with you know two queen size beds. We have a sitting area, we have a living room, kitchenette, giant bathroom. Couldn't ask for better accommodations, but yeah, breakfast kind of sucks. We did get a good breakfast at our hotel in West Virginia. Those people know how to eat in West Virginia. It had biscuits and gravy and eggs and sausage and like all the cereals. So uh, yeah, man, uh, you know continental breakfast. I, I love me a good good continental breakfast now that you're back in the states you gotta gotta hit up chick-fil-a breakfast i don't know if you've ever done chick-fil-a breakfast i don't know if they had that when you lived here before but oh yeah chicken minis chicken biscuits are you kidding me okay good you're you're familiar i yes oh very familiar i've eaten many many a chicken mini (laughs) many many a chicken mini nice all right cool so uh we will uh, be back with you guys next week for for sheena phelps i am the hot take kid we are signing off and uh We will talk to you next week. See you later, Smarks. We gonna start this thing all right. You ball in the money log and have come on, I come on. Do a baby, take a baby. Do a baby, take a baby.